Hello there and welcome to day four of the Relationship Spark program. If you're just joining us, um, we've had um, the first day, the second day and the third sessions at this uh, Relationship Spark program. So I would encourage you to ask for the sessions, okay, for the purpose of getting the complete package. Respark is a full package and trust me, you wouldn't want to miss any of the sessions. My name is Captain and I am your host, your favorite relationship coach. Now, let me tell you a bit about the Relationship um, Spark program. Uh, Respark is one of the products of 10 Star Relationships, a relationship development system committed to furnishing you with tools needed to build an exceptional 10-star relationship. So, Respark holds three times annually in January, in May, and in September, of course, serving three entirely different models and handling over 15 topics spread into um, the three models. So, this program is for anyone who is tired of relationship frustrations, woes, and desires to see the spark that turns strangers to lovers up to marriage come alive okay for him or her and also wants to get trusted information on how to produce relationship success or wants to step up in knowledge or desires to have an accountability system that supports his or her quest for relationship excellence so at Park, it's all about learning and learning and learning. Okay, so that's why in this program, I am setting aside as much as 15 days in each of the models to bring nothing but intensive value to you. So in today's learning experience, um, I will be taking you through the topic, positioning yourself to attract the right relationship that will ultimately translate to a long-term marital commitment. So, positioning yourself. Now, um, by positioning yourself, okay, um, I'm not talking about standing in one spot or standing in one place or standing in one location, okay? So, maybe the person who uh, must marry you can see you when he or she passes by. No, that's not what I'm talking about. By positioning, um, not also talking about putting your life on hold in one spot because you feel, okay, so marriage is uh, my next agenda. So on the list, so I have to put everything else on hold and face this marriage till I can get it out of the way. No, that is not what we are talking about. Now, positioning yourself is all about doing um, what you should not fail to do. Okay, so while looking forward to the arrival of your life partner. So this is about becoming who you should become in the process of waiting to find a life partner or be found by a life partner. So um, there is so much to do and becoming life than folding your hands and waiting for a person to come into your life. And that is what this session is all about. Now, while waiting, it is very important, okay, you treat this phase of your life with so much value. So much value. Value for God, value for your time, value for yourself, value for your career, value for your personal development, value for the associations you allow to be a part of your life, and so many other things, okay? So, 
how do you position yourself how do you position yourself to attract that dream relationship that will eventually translate to a lifetime marital commitment now in this session i've made available seven um instructive you know tools seven instructive ways you can position yourself to attract that dream relationship this year to attract that dream relationship that will eventually translate to a lifetime marital commitment so i'd love to walk you through the seven tools i have put together so number one position yourself spiritually position yourself spiritually i believe i am sharing this to people who have god as their basic foundation okay so you cannot just miss this point so by this you need to start praying you need to start believing you need to start searching out to know the mind of god and also take faith-based steps okay to connect with your marital expectations so steps like um confessing that the wife or the husband god has created for you has already been created by him i mean steps like sowing seeds to activate your expectations so you've got to you know initiate faith faith-based steps okay now spiritual preparation is all about knowing okay an awareness that the founder of the institution you are looking forward to is a spirit the founder is a spirit the founder is not a man the founder is not is not your earthly father you know the founder is not your best friend the founder is not a coach a relationship coach per se that you know would fix marriage for you know that's not the founder of that institution of marriage so you need to understand that the founder of the institution you are looking forward to entering into okay gaining admission into is a spirit and he should be given an opportunity to affect whom you marry now i'm not saying god will choose and impose okay on you no but i'm saying that he should be given an opportunity to make that all important inputs that could change the course of your life so it is about anchoring your faith in god as your hope as your hope i mean that faith that hope that you can't make mistakes with him leading you now this is about equipping yourself with with you know the knowledge on what was in his mind when he thought about marriage and relating that discovery okay um on the, with him relating with him on on that frequency okay until he makes room for you to have a marital platform to practice all that you have learned from him so it's all important position yourself spiritually you would want to be the kind of a husband that will show your children the ways of god you won't want to be the kind you will want to be the kind of okay a wife a praying woman that that knows that understands that a home must be founded in god so if you don't have it you can't live it out so position yourself spiritually and number two where you need to position yourself to attract that dream relationship okay sooner than okay ever is position yourself in the will of god position yourself in the will of god now this is about taking out of the way any option that does not look like god's will for you 
now you can't lay hold on the future still grabbing the past it's not possible so you need to let go of the past you need to let go of the past many people are still single because they are not willing to let go of that one wrong person that found their heart in love okay into their heart and is fast becoming a pressure on them so their major assignment now to try to change and fine-tune someone that has refused to be helped and and that's a wrong assignment that's a mountain standing in your way to marital settlement and you need to get off that mountain god wouldn't want you to compass around the mountain of a useless relationship for too long if it is not advancing you or advancing towards the desired direction of marriage okay of course of which basis it was initiated don't tarry around it don't tarry around it in holding on to the wrong person you are indirectly forfeiting the right person god has for you so the person probably you know feels oh you are hooked up somewhere so i don't need to even come close not knowing that you are hooked up to a clown you are forfeiting the grace available to bring the right person into your life by holding on to that one wrong person so you are also forfeiting the possibility of noticing that the right person is around the corner too busy in the wrong and you can't notice that the right person is around the corner listen to me god wants the best for you so you've got to be open to that reality and let go of anything that is not representing that reality for instance an unbeliever is not god's will for you as his son as his daughter that's not a prayer point okay there is no meeting point you know between a, a believer and an unbeliever okay as it relates to marriage okay there is no meeting point so number three how do you position yourself position yourself informatively position yourself informatively now start feeding your mind early start feeding your mind early the difference between a fruitful relationship and an unfruitful relationship is in the seeds you are taking in it's in the meals you are taking in okay so enlightenment clears your way for speedy attainment to operate faster you need to be well informed you need to be well informed the right information processes you to be able to know what the right life partner looks like now this point also extends um to being able to have that clear pictures on um what qualities you want in a life partner and knowing whether such a person can be found in your present day company in your present day association okay so knowing whether your present network of association is rich enough to produce that kind of person you are looking for you can't be looking for angels while you are you know um, companying with devils no that's not possible listen listen knowing what you want okay in a life partner potentially will help you in praying it will help you in watching it will help you in observing and opening up to um, possible potentials as they unfold now know that you can't find spiritual men for instance in certain places so you know don't you know pray for a praying man for instance and be frequently looking in the direction of a club okay be frequently looking in the direction of a beer parlor no something is not right there and you got to fix that so number four position yourself socially 
position yourself socially now listen to me your today's friends are not far from your tomorrow's options of a life partner so among those you spend time with today can come that one person you may likely spend your lifetime with tomorrow so the big question who are your friends today who are your friends today now many of us will need to unbundle ourselves and start developing healthy relationships with people now why because in being friendly you attract friends that's how to attract friends in being friendly you attract friends the bible even mentions that if you must make friends you must show yourself friendly that's in um proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 check that out now i'm not saying that um because you should be loose i'm not saying you should have quantity friends okay you need more quality friends than quantity friends neither am i implying that you should find yourself everywhere okay because just because you need friends no rather reach out and show interest in people be open be cautious that's what i'm trying to say that is how to demystify the supposed thoughts that you are too hard to crack okay now there are people that are far from you today because they don't believe that you're approachable and that's because you position yourself so high there that everyone is afraid of coming closer to you so you've got to you know create situations where that is demystified now in in, in social events okay reach out and introduce yourself you know at an official level and do that with a smile wear that smile okay don't do it because you're expecting a certain kind of response towards marriage no it's the normal thing to do okay normal people smile normal people are cautious normal people okay reach out they introduce themselves so feel good doing that okay without any ulterior motive in your mind all right so you just can't tell who will take it up from there just because hmm, your smile makes a difference, just because your courtesy makes a difference, just because the way you talk, just because the way you respect people make a difference. So you've got to explore those options, okay, of of of, of maximizing social events. All right. Now, number four, position yourself diligently. Position yourself how? Diligently. Now, God rewards diligence with opportunities with opportunities now adam was so diligent all right until um god thought about adding if to him okay so if was not adam's um option it wasn't adam's initiative it was god's initiative as a result of adam's diligence okay and of course the work increased and god needed to add a suitable help made for him now adam did not need eve in his life to be diligent no he was diligent until eve came so eve was god's consolation to him for facing his assignment in life all right so this is where your place of assignment becomes your place of settlement now rebecca in the bible of okay, k of course kept going to the well until um the servant of of abraham met her for for isaac okay so um ruth met boaz in the field where she showcased her capacity for industry and productivity moses met um zebrah at the well okay so that leads me to an all-important question i know you want to get married i know you want that one relationship that will connect open up your marital destiny but what is your well okay do you have a field now whether as a man or as a woman trusting god to marry 
don't do so with idle hands don't do so with idle hands okay do so with busy hands do so with diligent hands okay in fact in fact in fact the bible says that an idle hand idle hand will be a rule okay will be a rule over anything over singlehood over dryness over lack of a life partner the diligent hand will be a rule okay now in fact in fact let me say this that many men are not married not because there is no one to marry but because they don't have a, a well they don't have a field of work they are servicing okay so you've got to get out there and find that field find that well find that work it doesn't matter how small it is at the beginning start from there you know why creative industrial assets are on demand let me say that again creative industrial assets are on demand being able to meet your needs will stabilize you faster okay now as a lady it will even help you not appear so desperate because someone must marry you off no we all need that sense of responsibility many times facts not even many times we can't see into hearts okay but we can judge who the people interested in us are from the perspective of how they treat their work all right so you've got to find that work and service it diligently okay so i hope you're learning so far all right so let's move on to number five position yourself um courageously position yourself with loads of courage tons of heavy courage come on this journey requires courage and if you are too feeble to be courageous you know breaking news you may not be able to scale through that's just painful but that's the truth so initiate that proposal as a man it takes courage to do that don't be afraid that she could say no you won't marry if you don't propose all right so if you don't if you keep if you keep um rather seeing you know every lady as your sister keep seeing every lady as your cosmet or church sister come on you won't make progress all right your wife is somewhere in the crowd so you've got to spot her and drop that proposal spot her and hit it on but what if she says no i'm glad you asked no is an answer okay so it's could either be a yes or it could be a no so no could be an answer in that case give her some time to reconsider or move on all right there are plenty options on the waiting list all right so don't let timidity cow your mouth when the answer to your prayer is an usher you've always admired from a distance don't let timidity cow your mouth when the answer to your prayer is that chorus that sings so well okay like an angel or, or that prayer warrior that doesn't even look like she has plans to marry okay so now we are led differently to different people so accept your own challenge and leading with courage and be sensitive to know when it is your opportunity to ask for her phone number be sensitive to know when is your opportunity to walk her down the street as she heads home and to the lady listening to me now don't water down the energy of a courageous man who has the potentials on your list okay and and looks promising for the future you desire learn to give a chance all right so nothing worthwhile happens in fear and timidity i know in the course of life many times we get to make mistakes but truth be told nothing worthwhile happens in fear and timidity all right so let's move on number six 
Position yourself with sensitivity. Position yourself with high sensitivity. Now, let me say this, that God leads us differently, okay? And no one method is the best for determining who you should marry. No one method, okay? Some people are still waiting for a dream confirmation when they have not yet trained that faculty of themselves to be able to decode God's leading. Some are waiting for an audible voice that that may not be your method okay that may not be your method now in any case sensitivity cuts across all lines and methods now sensitivity sensitivity i mean being um being able to know that this prompting to pray for instance is not usual being able to know that this is the path you must follow home even when you didn't plan to okay it just drops and you pick it up and of course along the way you could probably meet someone and the person you've always wanted to meet and all that. So being able to be in that meeting and stay to the end, that strong prompting to talk to her, don't ignore it. That strong okay, prompting to just sit for a while after the meeting, you don't just rush to go. That prompting to smile all through the meeting, it can be anything. Don't just trivialize your sensitivity. And number seven, position yourself patiently position yourself with patience loads of patience now be patient with the process everyone will marry at the same time okay everyone will not marry um, almost immediately everyone will not marry in the same under the same circumstances okay now understand that if it is taking time for you it is coming big okay so delay does not mean forgotten that's somebody's message okay value it right now delay does not mean forgotten it means that there is a story that must come out so well so dramatic that the next person who couldn't have handled it will just have to believe more people will need to connect with your kind of faith that saw you through so patience brother sister patience is needed you can't afford to do it your own way and of course lower your respect for godly principles because it's taking time and it feels ah those marrying are not in church those marrying are those on the street so you just hit off the, the 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 principles that have kept you all along just because you want to get something now 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 you don't just oh let me just lure that man okay so you can get me pregnant so that i can set that once no patience is required okay now this doesn't include holding on to an abusive relationship it doesn't include holding on to um, a relationship to a choking point I mean you're almost dying you just want to hold on in the name of patience no that's that's not what I'm talking about this does not also include um holding on to a relationship you no longer feel the peace of God in it now listen when the peace of god leaves that relationship please run after it run after the peace of god don't agree to stay back okay follow the peace of god now i'm going to end this session by sharing uh, my love story okay how i met my wife this may not be your first time of hearing it but let it light up let it spark up your heart okay as yours can happen to you in your own unique way all right so to my story i met my wife at Jigawa State, that was during the um, compulsory NYC program. Then um, I had come in March A in March 2012, while she came in Batch C okay, of the same year, and that was in November. Now um, I was a Jigawa State Secretary of the Nigeria Christian Compass Fellowship. Okay, and at that time we would organize fellowship meetings for new 
um, core members in camp, alright, so she joined the fellowship. Now, I saw as every other person, so I did not know that that was my wife in the making, okay, among the crowd. And of course, at that time, too, I wasn't looking for a life partner. I was already in a relationship, okay, that I was battling the will of God whether to continue or not. So I wasn't looking for a wife. In fact, she relocated after three weeks in camp. But prior to her relocation, I had collected a phone number. So you see, sensitivity to Compson. So I'd collected a phone number. Now I was, I was, um, it was con customary rather to do so, okay, for the core members so we could follow up on their post camp welfare and check up on them. So in her case, she had relocated. So the essence of having a number then was to ensure that she joined um, the fellowship over there, all right? But in the course of time, I lost my phone and the contact included. But that wasn't a problem to me because um, nothing in me wanted a relationship with her. Okay, so I was just being a caring leader. All right, after one year, passed out of NYC. Um, but as the custom was, NCCF held us back for two months. And in that two months, we were expected to raise new fellowship leaders that would take over from us. All right. Now, within those two months, we had um, a rural, rugged evangelism, an outreach evangelism in rural areas now on going there i met this guy okay now while in camp okay he was always closer to my wife now i did not know in fact that he was still in jigawa i thought he had relocated too so casually i asked a question so hope you still hear from that your friend i mean and he said yes can you imagine if i did not seize the moment we were talking about obeying prompting and being sensitive and being courageous just imagine if i did not ask that question so he said yes and that was how i got her number after about five four months rather of being without it so i took action on the number i collected i called her after some weeks and we reconnected okay so growing into friendship we often engaged in highly qualitative discussions we had strike the process we discovered striking similarities both in value system in spiritual convictions and of course i was at peace with myself now um sometime in 2014 i consciously asked her why she had not told me anything about her relationship and she told me she was not in any relationship. Come on, I doubted it with all of my blood. And of course, in my mind, I was like, this intelligent lady, this pretty lady can't be saying the truth. Okay, so, well, though she was in other relationships before then, but, you know, some did not go well as expected. So, having told me that she was not in a relationship, as single as I was, I quickly, you know, seized the moment to share my interest towards her. Now, she didn't tell me yes. In the case that it turned out to be a scam, at first, I was like, come, how can you tell me that I'm a scam after all these, you know, talk sessions and time with you? But ultimately, I had to understand along with her. I mean, if she needed all the time to be sure that I was the right person, why not take the time? Just be sure and give me the feedback. So, however, there was no pressure from my butt. I couldn't force a yes from her, but it didn't stop me from being a friend either. I was still relevant. I was still instrumental. I was still resourceful. This goes to some of us, okay? You just feel that when a lady says no, 
she automatically becomes your enemy that's that's of a devil that's not of god keep her there as your friend something can change at any time all right so she doesn't become an enemy automatically because she 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 said no all right so i was still relevant i was still instrumental i was still resourceful now then she was based in a pattern i had to prove that i meant business that was on the third of january okay of the new year then 2015 i traveled down to baton to see her over 12 hours by road to prove my points come on <laughs> so that day uh, she took me to a pastor and of course i was well composed and ready for anything i knew that look this one i can't miss it so eventually it was a yes and the married vision commenced immediately even with a few um, setbacks we had but we we scaled through we scaled through okay so i shared that to just you know give you access into my own story and perspective i didn't wait for god to speak from heaven you know i set the the spiritual marks i knew the spiritual marks to watch out for i knew the spiritual pillars to watch out for i knew the the, the career pillars the intellectual pillars the mental pillars and what have you to watch out for that could guide me so that when i saw the person that represented these values All I needed was to take advantage of the opportunity. And I mean, we are happily married. So, yes, so before I wrap up, I'm going to leave you with some evaluation questions to reflect on. As usual, you don't necessarily need to share it with anybody. Just think through it yourself. And um you know, if you need an accountability system, of course, why not unlock it? Number one, which of these seven points do you need to take an action on right now? Number two, write out that action or those actions clearly. And number three, in faith, write down your wedding month and year and start praying about it passionately. And number four, do you need an accountability, um, external accountability support? Of course, reach out and get help. All right, so I'm glad you have completed the fourth class. Right now, head over to the accountability group for follow-up evaluation questions and catch up with additional materials. See you on day five of the Relationships Park program. I remain Captain, your favorite, favorite relationship coach. See you in a bit.